if you are not resting and taking care of yourself along the way, like authentically taking care of yourself, I promise you're headed for burnout and some kind of sickness that's going to force you to rest. Welcome. You're listening to the Reprogram Your Mind podcast, and I'm your host, Todd L. Bowerly. You think between 60 and 70,000 thoughts a day, 98% of your life is controlled by habit. If you want to change your life, you have to start by changing how you think. think. When you change you, everything in life changes. If we can see it in our mind, we can hold it in our hand. Welcome back, everybody. This is episode 209 of the Reprogram Your Rhyme podcast. My name is Todd Bowerly. I'm a coach that works all over the world with people, helping them live a more abundant life. And they do that by changing the story that they tell themselves, changing where their mind is set. And uh, welcome back to everybody after a completely unexpected break, a very long break of recording. Um, And it was a surprise to me as well. And we're going to be talking about that. That's somehow going to be the topic of this episode is like what happened with me and what's happening with you and how are we going to make 2023 different? So this is going to be very different than a Happy New Year podcast that's out there, like set your goals and grind and all of that shit. Because I, I, I think I think we're all a little done with hustle culture nonsense. I think it's burning everybody out to some degree. I know it is for me. And that's a little bit about what has happened. So after the last episode, just before the Christmas holiday, I scheduled rest time. And I'll tell you, for the first time in the five or six years that I've been working for myself, I'm like, oh, I'm going to I'm gonna take a break. I'm intentionally not going to schedule calls during Thanksgiving week or Christmas week. I'm going to take this time and I'm going to focus it on my family. I'm actually going to rest. And I'm actually going to enjoy the holiday season. And my subconscious mind went, what do you mean you're going to rest? You're going to rest? Oh my gosh, we need a rest so bad. And I totally got sick. I totally got sick for a couple of weeks and I could barely talk and I'm coughing and all kinds of things like that and just have uh, have not been able to record. And then I've had other things that have continued to come up. And I think one of the most important things that I want to talk about right now and share with you guys is the need for rest and balance. Look, this mindset stuff sounds really great. Uh, there's a reason why it's been co-opted by a lot of uh, MLM multi-level marketing companies, which I, I'm not saying is a bad thing. Like that's a fantastic source of income for people that allow that to, to work for it. I know people that have been seven figure earners in those businesses. I think there's a lot of appeal and a lot of great character, uh, that goes into, uh, building of your own character that goes into having a business like that work. And so I've got n- nothing wrong there, but there's a reason why there's this negative attitude towards the topic of mindset because it does encourage hustle culture. You got to go out and you got to you got to make shit happen. You've got to do it. If you don't do it then like uh, no one else is going to do it for you. And that puts a lot of pressure on us. And I kind of did that. I'm like, "All right, I just got to go 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 and I can't take my foot off of the pedal." And that's a sure that's a sure way of reaching for burnout. And I don't mean just physical exhaustion. When I'm talking about burnout, I'm talking about emotional, spiritual exhaustion and burnout. There, there has to be a balance between managing your mindset and what you're thinking 
and where you're putting your energy, intention, and activities. I, I don't come from the mentality of I live to work. I have a purpose. I have a mission, and I'm going to work, and I'm going to do what I can to get my message out there uh, at, at all costs. I do have a purpose. I do have a mission. My mission is to help you wake up and stop lying to yourself about your true potential and build a new story so you can create new results. And I want everybody to have abundance. And you can only do that by moving from being a victim of your rally, reality to a creator of your reality. And, and so that's my mission, but I don't live to do that. I have my mission and my goals to live a better life. So my mission, my, uh, my purpose, my business, all of those things is fueling my life. And this is one of the beliefs that I want you just to start accepting right now. You work to live. Your purpose, your passion helps you live. And what does living really mean? Well, I, I want to go to the book Psycho-Cybernetics by Maxwell Maltz and read a, a passage from the very first chapter of the book. Today, and, and oh, keep in mind, this is written, I mean, what is this written back in the 1960s? Today, I am more convinced than ever that what each of us really wants deep down is more life, happiness, success, peace of mind, or whatever your own conception of supreme good may be is experienced in its essence as more life. And when we experience expansive emotions of happiness, self-confidence, and success, we enjoy more life. That's what we're here for. That's what all of us want, ultimately. We don't want to become more successful or move up in a company or become a millionaire because we want to own a business. We, we want to be able to have the freedom to enjoy more life. And whenever you wake up in the morning, this is Steve Jobs that said this in his Stanford uh, commencement speech. He says, if, if you ever wake up in the morning and you, you don't love what you're about to go do, and if you have too many of those days in a row, then it's time to make a change because your time is, is wasting away. We don't know how much time you have left to be living, and you certainly don't want to be spending it doing something that you do not enjoy. And so you want to make sure that you are working to live, to live a better life. If you're going to earn more money, then you're going to build a business that maybe can operate less without you, or that you can reach more people or have a greater impact and use that money for that own good. Yes, you deserve to, to, to be comfortable. You deserve to live an abundant life. You deserve to be able to go out and, uh, like one of my clients, one of my new clients, he wants to be able to go out and go snowboarding whenever he wants to. You deserve all of those things in proportion to the service that you provide other people and their ability to live a greater life. So if you're, if you're living in a way that is burning you out, you're, you can't enjoy more life. And, and I'll be very honest, much of the life that I've created and manifested, I'm sort of living off of this energy of when I first first found this information and first unlocked my, uh, you know, my potential or my ability to think for myself or responsibility for my actions. And I received a, a certain measure of success. It got me out of the nine to five. I started working for myself. Yeah, my income's multiplied, and I I I lived the life of the goal that I set back in 2016. 
But like since then, like sort of a seriousness have come into my life about about working and growing the business and and reaching for higher levels. And some of the enjoyment's kind of uh, gone away a little bit. And so when I set the intention, I'm going to enjoy the Christmas holiday or the Thanksgiving holiday, my body went, ah, I can rest. And so I got sick. And, and, you know, uh, I also got sick cause I had two other kids get sick. I had one kid get the flu. Uh, he missed his Christmas orchestra concert. I had another kid get sick with that flu as well as, uh, he had like all his adult molars coming in, his 12 year old molars were coming in and he got strep at the same time. So he was miserable like, uh, the, the week and a half before Christmas and, uh, my wife got it for a few days and then I got the man flu version of it where I like thought I was going to die for five, five days in a row and didn't get out of bed and had a fever and had to go to the doctor and started to clear up by Christmas. Um, if you are not taking care of yourself, and, and here's the ironic part, here's the ironic, like the Sunday before I got really sick, I ran a 5K, first time I ever ran a 5K in my life and it was single digit temperatures outside. Like I felt like, ah, I'm so alive. I feel so great. Um, and I'm ready to start Monday of not working and resting and <coughs> I got totally sick. If if you are not resting and taking care of yourself along the way, like authentically taking care of yourself, I promise you're headed for burnout and some kind of sickness that's going to force you to rest. So what have I learned from this and how am I implementing this kind of awareness and reset moving forward? Number one is this, prioritize your 2023 around your vacations around your time off, around the things that you want to do. I want you to look at this next year and what are the things you want to accomplish and and prioritize and build your schedule around those. Go right now to your calendar and start blocking off those days. So I'm going through my calendar and I'm looking at when are the kids off from school? I am taking those days off to spend time with my family. Like done, that's that's just gonna happen. I'm already planning my trip this summer uh, back to Michigan where I spend every single summer and I'm blocking off a little bit more time than I normally do to travel there and back um, and, and maybe reducing some of the coaching calls and some of the different events and things that I run while I'm back there. I'm also part part of me, like I want to maybe go to Disneyland or do something fun, but Jen, my wife and I, Jennifer, we've kind of had a conversation like, oh, you know what would be really great? Like, like to do nothing. <laughs> Over the past few years, we've traveled to California, we traveled to Florida, we drove around um, northern Michigan in places we haven't been before. And part of us just like, we're kind of tired from this year. We just want to rest and relax and enjoy our life together. We want to play more games with the kids. We want to, you know, maybe go to more movies or do some things locally, uh, go on different hikes every week or something like that. You need to look at your calendar and block these priorities for you of where you're connecting with your family, the ones that you love most of all, and prioritize spending that time with them. And so what are those events? What are those things you're looking forward to? Put them on the calendar, make a commitment that you're going to live in such a way as to honor those commitments for happiness, joy, and more life. And number two is your self-care. Now, self-care means a couple of different things. Self-care means maybe doing the things that you need to for your body to stay healthy. Uh, Your doctors, your dentist appointments, your chiropractor, which I started doing. 
Um, going to the gym and working out, taking care of your physical body is a requirement. It, it is the instrument of your of of your creation. Like your mind, I think, is the instrument of your manifestation, but all action has to move through the body. If your body is not healthy, then your mind is not going to work correctly. The two are intertwined. Your mind is in every cell of your body. So what are you doing to take care of yourself? Uh, for example, my wife and I are dedicating time to getting couples massages every couple of weeks. We have a two-hour massage scheduled tomorrow. Uh, my wife has a medical procedure on Friday, and uh, we're we're treating ourselves and pampering ourselves and our bodies there uh, before that appointment. And and so, self care of your of your body is absolutely necessary. And you don't have to overthink, but sit down and write down, like right now, what are three things you know you need to make a priority for your body to become healthier and make sure that that gets done. But remember, we don't just live for the body. We live for the mind. We live for the spirit as well. So you have your physical body you need to provide self-care for. What about your emotions? How are you caring for your emotions? Maybe you need to see a therapist or maybe you need to spend more time doing fun things and being engaged with fun and being really present in those moments, not where you're trying to squeeze fun into your day uh, and, and ignoring the, 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 the fire that's burning your business down or something like that, but being really present and fun to care for your emotions what are you doing to care for your emotions or your spirituality? Uh, whether you're religious or not and focusing on, on that type of worship or you have meditation or study or private communion that you make with uh, the universe and energy and spirit and power greater than yourself, you need to have a self-care plan for your spirit, for your emotions, for your body and your intellect, your conscious thinking mind. I mean, for me, I am uh, very much recharged by watching movies, reading books, listening to music, and doing those kinds of activities. You want to make sure that you have a list. What are one, two, three things I can do to improve my spirituality? What are three things I can do to improve my emotional stability? And some of these things, like with emotion, by the way, to become emotionally healthy and rest, it might be when you're triggered and you're really frustrated and you're exhausted, you need to excuse yourself and, and take a time uh, when you're triggered. For all of you parents out there, when your kids act like, you know, uh, young little minds do uh, when they're dicks, because let's be honest, kids can be dicks sometimes. Mine can be. I was when I was a kid. When that happens, you might need to excuse yourself from lashing out at them and, and withdraw, give yourself a bit of a timeout, calm down emotionally before you engage with them. That's part of your self-care. Some of this is proactive self-care, like meditating every day is proactive, right? For your spirituality, for your mental health, for maybe your intellectual health as well. But some of it is in the moment, like, hmm, I need a timeout to go breathe and gain some different perspective before I re-engage with life or my parent, my children, or give consequences and things like that. What are three things you're going to do for your emotional your, your intellectual, your spiritual, and your physical health. What kind of self-care plan do you need to put together and prioritize that? Number three has to be setting your mind and intentions every single day. Now, this is something I wasn't 
great with when I was sick and having a fever and lying in bed. Uh, but at the same time, I was still thinking along the lines of my goals and my purpose and, and my mission and the action that I want to be taking. I was still sorting all of that out to some degree. Mindset is a word best understood with a hyphen, mindset, and reversing the order of those, set mind. How is your mind set? What is the set point of your mind? Have I done anything to set my mind to my goals today? You have to have a routine that is really solid to set your mind every day. And I want you to schedule this. Again, go to the calendar and block out the time where you are going to set your mind to your task, to your goals every single day. This looks like uh, repeating affirmation uh, for your goal, either writing it down, going to the mirror, uh, speaking them out loud and affirming them every single day. I would do the same thing with your self-image, the image of yourself living in that goal. What are you doing to calibrate your self-image to the person that you need to be to reach those goals and doing it every day? Additionally, what affirmations are you using and how are you systematically throughout the day reprogramming yourself with new ideas, new thoughts, new beliefs, new feelings, and new behaviors that are going to enable you to reach that goal. You have to have a very formal, very structured routine of repetition to set your mind to your goals and intentions. If you do not have this in place, you will not get anywhere. 2023 is going to end and 2024 is going to come about and you're going to generally be in the same position that you are. So work in that routine. And, and I'm giving you through the Reprogram Your Mind podcast, I'm giving you all of that knowledge and awareness that you have that you can start to build and customize that uh, that plan for setting your mind. I also, I'm, I'm really excited about this year. I, I have no idea where this year is going to take me. I think it can take me much further than the goals that I have, but I am going to be creating new ways to interact, new courses, new things to allow anybody at any price point to be able to uh, to, to, to get the resources they need to take the next step. Wherever you are, I'm going to try and help you guys take the next step with whatever that is. So I'm really excited to give you those, those tools. But, you know, we're in season two. I've done this for over six months. I mean, you've got six months of knowledge and information that you have to put into action to set your mind every day. Make sure you're doing that and prioritizing it. When you do that, you can help avoid the burnout, avoid the crash, Avoid the rest. Number four comes down to boundaries. You have time when you're on professionally and time when you are off and you are engaged personally. Now, there might be some blurring of those lines. For me, I'm just kind of Todd. Uh, I have the ability to respond to my private clients uh, through text and through email and through voice notes, kind of at all hours. I want them to have that support. But I kind of also have office hours. I have office hours when I'm working and when I'm not working. And currently, I'm recording during my office hours when I'm working on building my business. And when I'm off, I want to be off and be with my family, with those people. I've formed some of the habit, though, of, of like I take off my Apple Watch, I take off my phone, I put it to the side. If we're playing a game, I really want to focus on the game. 
In fact, my 12-year-old got uh, this cool little Star Wars game, Jabba's Pal. Uh, my mom gave it to him for Christmas, was in a game store and saw it. And it's this cheesy little card game that, like, when they were reading the rules, I'm like, what the heck is this thing about? But it's a super fun, fast card game that takes 15 minutes. It's fun and it's cheesy and frustrating and hilarious. And we get to sit there and play that. And I am present in that. I'm off. I'm off from work. Look, I promise you the the work is not going to burn down. Whatever kind of problem is happening, you don't need to sacrifice yourself for your business. Just accept that belief right now. You don't have to sacrifice and live that way. Start having some boundaries. This is when I'm on professionally and this is when I'm off professionally. Put those in your calendar. Know that like by the time five o'clock rolls around, I'm going to be done. I'm not going to go back down into the office. I'm not going to do anything. I'm going to pick it back up tomorrow. It will all be the, there tomorrow when I pick it back up. One of, the, one of the best ways of drawing that boundary is if you walk out the door at work, like you can visualize a little bag uh, that's sitting there, a little knapsack that's sitting there next to the door. And you can place all of your worries and all of your cares and and into that bag. And they're going to be there in the morning for you to pick up when you need to. Uh, leave work at work. And then spend that intentional time with your family, which leads me to number five. Be willing to be adaptable to whatever conditions or circumstances demand a change in your priorities. I'm going to speak from the heart, and I might be a little emotional about doing this. I have uh, my sister-in-law that I have an incredibly close relationship with. She's one of my best friends. She's been going through and battling um, a very aggressive breast cancer this year. And I have tried to be there as much as I possibly can, emotionally, mentally, on the phone as well. And that's a huge priority for me to help support her in however I can and, and to truly be present there. But also at the same time, my my wife, uh, part of the procedure tomorrow, this is a surgery that's removing a tumor that's not cancerous, but but could eventually be, and they're going to do some diagnostics around that. I am taking additional time off to focus on being with her, supporting her, caring for her, and taking care of my kids during that time. And it's okay that those things are a priority in the moment, and I'm, you know, I would prefer to not have any of those issues. I would prefer to be focused only on my goals and, and reaching them. But I have to be willing to place those on hold and say, this is more important. And the last thing I'll share is, is my father just recently has been in the hospital in Arizona. He has COVID. He has pneumonia. He has uh, rapidly advancing Parkinson's. Um, he has uh, vertigo that is very challenging for him to, to live alone. And I received news today that he had a mini stroke just last night. When he called the other day, he was very scared. Um, didn't know if we would be speaking again. And he continues to improve. But I am also willing to prioritize I need to to fly down there and spend time with him uh, and visit him when able to. I'd be down there already right now if my wife didn't have surgery planned this week. Uh, because those people, those relationships are some of the most important things in your lives. If you are living in such a way where you cannot prioritize those relationships 
uh, as they are needed to be prioritized, then you're living out of harmony with what this life is all about. I think this life is all about emotion. It really is. It's about feelings and how we feel. And there's opportunities. I have to show up in ways for my wife, uh, for her sister, uh, and for my father to improve my life and their life. And I want to I be able to do that without worry and fear that I'm missing out or that my business is going to suffer. In fact, there's an alternate belief that I think everybody can accept and start to build right here. When I focus on what matters most on these relationships, when I care for myself, when I take time to set my mind to what I want to, when I am engaged in fun, when I am doing all of these things, I actually am moving closer to my goal. If, if you are living in the frequency of more life, happiness, joy, expansion, all of those things, the fun that you want to have, the emotional strength that you want to have with your relationships, when you are doing things to feed those, you have to be moving closer to your goals, to your business goals, to your abundance goals. You have to be. And if you build that belief, now you're no longer afraid that you're taking some time or energy away from your business, but you're actually doing something productive to grow your business and move it forward at the same time. Part of me has been a little bit in conflict over these last few weeks because I've wanted to come in and record this episode and and share with you uh, some of these ideas and struggles. And I've had some of you guys have reached out to me and messaged me, hey, Todd, it's been weeks. I haven't heard from you. Are you okay? Like, what's happening? And I've really appreciated that. But I will tell you, like the podcast thing, which is a super big priority for me, it's the thing that I'm most excited and most engaged about about doing right now. Wow, there's some other things in life that do have a greater priority. My physical health, my mental health, my spiritual health, my relationships, my life, what I want to be doing. Nothing should trump that. Nothing should take away from those things. Because after all, you're working to live that's the whole point of all of this. That's the whole point of abundance. That's the whole point of growing your mindset to grow your income, to be stable and secure within so that you can live that freer, more fuller expression of who you really are. I have so many great topics and different things that I want to share and teach over the next year of 2023. And I, I want to start doing some interviews with different people on this podcast. So it's going to be fantastic. Stay tuned. I, I am well. If anyone's concerned, I'm well. My family's okay. We're getting through it. I mean, you know, with any of the challenges, I, I want you to remember this. Uh, with whatever is happening in your life, it is what it is. If you can bring your mind into the present moment and work from the perspective of abundance, you're going to find that everything in your life is working for you you. It's working for your growth. It's working for your goals and your intentions. The universe wants nothing more than to see you manifest all of your highest potential. And so we are okay, but we are realigning. We are strengthening. I am going to be a different coach and a different person moving forward uh, to, to speak from a a point of practical abundance, of true ease, of true manifestation, not hustling to make it happen. Like what you want is going to come to you. I promise you it's already coming and it looks magnificent. It is wonderful. It's in your field. It's coming towards you. If you take the time to set your mind to it, if you do your self-care, if you prioritize your relationships and your life, uh, I, I promise you everything's going to work out. And not only that, you're going to see that the entire journey was beautiful and perfect. 
Thanks so much for listening to the Reprogramming Ryan podcast. My name is Todd Bowerly. You must smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you're using so you never missed another episode of the podcast. And I will be back soon with another message for you. And remember, until then, we become what we think about, and so do you. Mm-hmm.